Hi, all you tiny pocket friends. Thank you for joining us for this very special episode. Just a quick heads up, this is probably not one that you want to co-listen to with your kids. We talk about some pretty adult stuff and it gets a little wild. So do what you got to do and sneak away and listen. Bum 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 yourself. Welcome back, everybody, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. We hope. Maybe. I'm Lisa Linky, half of your co-host journeymen and women and all genders on the sea of genres of self-help. What? Oh, no. <laughs> she's already drunk. And sitting across from me, giggling across town, across the Ethernet, across my heart, is Misty Stinnett, the other co-host and nope. captain. No, nope. abort. Person. Just another <laughs> sip. We are are here weekly. Every week we read and review a popular or classic or maybe just like a little known self-help book. And in under an hour, we give you the tips, the tricks, the ins, the outs, the yays, the boos, the ups, the down, the yabies, the boobies. You thought I wasn't going to say it, Misty. I and, thought I was off the um, hook. <laughs> you'll know whether or not this is a great investment for you to support the author with your time, money, energy, life force, or if it is a fucking dumpster fire and you should avoid it at all costs. Also, mm-hmm. this podcast Podcast is explicit, and today is super explicit, as you were already <laughs> warned. I'm so excited. We have special guests today. Uh, today, there is no book. But let me get through the rest of our housekeeping. This is a Friday episode. You know the drill if you're a longtime loyal listener. Tuesdays is our follow-up mini-sode. It's the weekly beef where we talk about anything and everything that isn't a book and self-help. If you are a Patreon member of our exclusive and fun community, you will also see our deep dives, which is where we get really vulnerable and intimate and giggly and sometimes cry about the homework that we assign one another. Often and cry. also lots of cool benefits. And we also have merch. Misty, what am I wearing? Life is abundant, baby. It's a, I've been it's sleeping a hoodie. It's in very it cute. For 24 yeah. hours. All that stuff is available in the show notes. And I we need to get to today's episode. I'm like a little kid in a candy store. Me too. Today, we are so freaking excited to be joined by the hosts of the racy, wonderful, completely necessary reclaiming podcast, Clit Talk. Please welcome Lindsay, Katie, and Sugar to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. For anybody who has not heard of Clit Talk before, I'm going to introduce you right now. Living a pleasure-positive lifestyle is Clit Talk's expertise. The hosts of Clit Talk, Lindsay, Katie, and Sugar, have spent the last 150-plus episodes interviewing everyone from doctors, sexperts, celebrities, and even porn stars. The girls next door go out, try all the boundary-pushing sexcapades, confronting and disrupting their shame then hop on the air to tell all the gritty details. They will try almost anything once, <laughs> like getting pregnant at a sex party, which is a true story. <laughs> so this is just amazing. And so very briefly about the host, Lindsay is their quick-witted, ball-busting songstress who throughout the show opens herself up to exploring the Kinsey scale, what monogamy means for her, and showing up as a woman committed to pleasure, whether she is in a relationship or not. Thank you. Katie, 
is their nurse and lifelong Catholic monogamer. Before having clit talks, she never masturbated, sex hurt, and her marriage was suffering from her crippling repression. Now she's a new mom, talks about doing it in the butt, and is still very much monogamous. Sugar, hilarious and daring, can confirm. At the ripe age of 25, she opened her marriage to a committed, non-monogamous relationship. She went on to become a leader in the polyamorous community and throws a damn good play party. She shares about all this unabashedly. Welcome, lady. Wow. Wow. Cosmo goosebumps. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Well, we know we could talk about one million things on the podcast, but something that Lisa and I are super interested in hearing from, from you about is this idea of a pleasure positive lifestyle. So can you talk about what is a pleasure-positive lifestyle and how do I design one, personally me? <laughs> and just so we're clear, whenever I hear the words pleasure-positive, I do sing pleasure principle. Uh, just um, So it's pleasure-positive. Uh. So that's I like me. It. I like that. Thank you. I like that. It's a nice jingle. I like it. You're all probably not as old as I am, so you don't know that song, but it's a real song and it exists. You're perfect. Never stop singing me references that I don't get. I like I like having another bit. singer in the episode. Usually I'm the one busting out into random songs. By the way, Lindsay is a professional singer and un- fucking believable. And if you just listen to the opening theme song of Clit Talk, it will blow <laughs> It's so good. Thank you. Aww. That's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So give us pleasure. Give you pleasure. <laughs> well, so I, I feel like we have to start at the beginning of our journey. This, our whole podcast, ironically, was inspired by a book called Pussy Reclamation <sighs> by the best ones yeah. are <laughs> by Regina Tomashar. <laughs> and, you know, mm. we all were coming from our different walks of life. And we came together as a group of friends. The podcast originally started with nine women. We started as a book club reading this book. And we were going through this book Mm. and reclaiming the word pussy (laughs) because it's a powerful word Mm -hmm. and releasing Mm -hmm. deep anger and sadness and stepping into our radiance, which is some of the tools that Regina has in her book. And we started to have these really incredible conversations I and about pleasure and about reclaiming it and about releasing shame and about, you know, you know, taboo things and how we wanted to bring these conversations in an approachable way to people. And I would say a pleasure positive lifestyle is an ongoing conversation. And we and we'll get more deep into it, but it really is, you know, setting up your life with the intention of pleasure in mind first. Like what it would it look like if you actually laid out your calendar and your schedule with pleasure in mind first, and you put yourself first. You took the time to get in tune with your deepest desires. You scheduled in self, self-care. And when, especially as women, when we are in alignment and taking care of ourselves and in our radiance, that's when manifestation you know, is really abundant in life and things seemingly, you know, quote unquote, fall in your lap because you're in your bliss, you're in your joy, you're in your pleasure. Mm. Mm, And can I ask a dumb question? Sure. Mm -hmm. Can you define pleasure for us? Because I think, Mm. you know, sometimes when I hear pleasure, I think, oh, just sexual pleasure, but you're talking Mm. about self-care. You're talking about just like all kinds of desires, right? 
Yeah. Mm, yeah. Definitely. I mean, the definition of pleasure is a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. So pleasure does not immediately mean masturbation, right? It I mean, so, it oh, we <laughs> love that but, too. <laughs> and, and, you know, we'll get, I'm sure we'll get into that more later. Pleasure is all-encompassing, right? And the reason why we're coaching women and men on creating a pleasure-positive lifestyle is because they tailor it specifically to them. Like what brings mm-hmm. you pleasure? What turns you on? Like getting in touch with your desire. And the first thing to getting in touch with your pleasure is really dismantling any limiting belief that you oh. have. Because yeah. one five American women have never masturbated. One in five? Mm-hmm. I believe Talk that. about an epidemic. <laughs> That's almost 50%. That's math. We're great at math. Well, that's good. You guys can do the math. I was one of those women. I actually, before reading Pussy a Reclamation, had never had a conversation about female masturbation. It was something I thought men mostly did. It was definitely something I would never talk about. I'm a registered nurse. And at the time, I had been in bed for almost eight months with a back injury, reading this book in this book club. And I started self-pleasuring. I started masturbating for the first time. And and I was 32 years old and my back started to heal up and my pain started to subside. Wow. Now, when you say back, do you mean pussy? She means her back. (laughs) No, no, no. My back. My my back. Your neck, your back, your pussy, and your crack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Disc that was torn and all this stuff. So It's a health conversation. I'm a registered nurse, mm-hmm. and that's what really started to turn me on. So I'm really turned on by facts mm-hmm. and science. Oh, same. And really understanding the history of all of this. Mm-hmm. So this has just really been a really fun ride for me because I started at probably an you know one end of the spectrum, and then sugar is on the other end of the spectrum, but it really just went from there. We've done 156 episodes now. I've tried a lot of things. I was the one who got pregnant <laughs> at a sex party. It was the husband. It's yeah. <laughs> right. The monogamous yeah. Catholic. Yeah. Right. Of course. And it's the one, you know, sex party I've ever been to. Well, when you're ready for baby number listen. two, I know uh, we're taking you, Katie. <laughs> I know. I yeah. know. <laughs> um, oh as a Catholic, Atlanta. there's a piece of me that feels like the Catholic guild is like, the one sex party I went to. Of course I got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't even have sex. You just touched another person. You just touched your husband and you were... Oh, my God. You were just doing an eye-gazing conversation. She got pregnant. It was crazy. <laughs> Well, and what's so crazy, this is a self-help podcast. And like, if we put it into perspective, think about how many women are on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication. Masturbation, research is behind it, is proven to help relieve stress, anxiety, depression, help with sleep. Like there are beyond so many benefits to it that we have to ask the question, like, what's possible with more pleasure in your life? And not just physical health, but mental health too, which has been. mm -hmm. We know from Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are, she's a a professional sex researcher. She's like the Brene Brown of sex, basically. She's amazing. (laughs) And orgasm is an incredible way to complete the stress cycle, Mm -hmm. to literally let your body know it's safe, to get those, you know, all of those 
icky hormones to leave your system. I mean, it's really incredible stuff. Yeah, Mm. it really is. So definitely. And the other thing I want to put in about pleasure is if you do not know how to pleasure yourself, you do not know what you want in bed. If you're not enjoying sex, consider maybe you don't know how to pleasure yourself. And it's something to learn and it's a really fun game, but it, it took me a lot to overcome the idea that this is a, like another thing that I had to do. Like that's where I started. So really dismantling all of that is hugely beneficial for every area of your life, not just in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned that we've interviewed some porn stars and we most definitely have, one of which being Nina Hartley. And season one, we interviewed her and she pretty much set us straight from the get-go. She's like, it is no one's responsibility except yourself for your orgasm and your pleasure. Wow. That's right. That's huge. That's such a shift from what I feel like we're taught. We're like, oh, well, hope I get one. Hope someone (laughs) gives one to me. (laughs) Mm. Right? And hope this man magically knows what to do for me. But every woman is wired differently. We have 8,000 nerve endings at the end of our clit and every woman is wired different. So there's actually five different types of clits. Did you know that? <laughs> I yeah, did not did know all. that. What are it's the five oh, yeah. Fine. It's what you're right. My, <laughs> I'm a rising Taurus. This is my clit in Pisces. <laughs> and my clit is a Pisces. That's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fascinating. My best friend got a really cool piece of jewelry that was like, Golds. That's the you know how the clitoris is so huge and it's like never really been mapped only until recently. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. we put a fucking man on the moon and soon to be a woman, but we know so little about this, this entire female. organ. That's <laughs> sole purpose is to bring pleasure. Literally, it's only job. <laughs> I know, right? That's literally yeah. what it's there for. I have a yeah. question because I can mm. only imagine that so many people who are listening. And myself and my friends included, like, have some some degree of shame around sex and pleasure. Even if it's like, even if I feel liberated in my sexual pleasure, I might go, oh, but I feel shame around kinks. Or I feel shame around, you know, having multiple partners, you know, that sort of thing. So do you have any advice for anybody who wants to take sort of the first step in combating shame? Because I feel like pleasure is impossible sometimes if you have, you're just coated in a blanket of shame around it. Yeah. Well, I can take this because I have probably, I have a really, the fantasies that I'm into are extraordinarily taboo. (laughs) And there was a lot of shame around that for me for a long time. I'm talking like, I wanted mm-hmm. like an orgy with soccer dads and I'm the 16-year-old like babysitter. Like that was what I wanted <laughs> in my mind. And there was a lot of shame and I kept it secret for many, many years. And, you know, there's seven different sexual archetypes that people can be. And I'm, you know, there's a there's like a, a quiz that you can take from a woman named Jaya. We're not affiliated with her, but it's a great, it's a oh, great. Oh, I've yeah. taken Jaya's yeah. erotic blueprint the erotic quiz. Blueprint it's like quiz. the love language, yeah. but for what turns you yeah. on. Yeah, so I took, Ooh, yeah. I took that and I'm um, 50% kinky, which is like a really high number. And I have what's considered like cerebral kink. So I'm not into physical kink, which is like what you would imagine, like the spanking or the, the smacking and all that stuff. It's mm. all in my mind. And really mm. the thing that, had me start to really shame around it was community. Having Mm -hmm. these 
women to talk to about it. And that's honestly one of the reasons why we started the podcast, because I think there are so many women out there that have no community to share this with. And that makes mm, perfect sense. One of our missions is to talk about it in a lighthearted, like entertaining way to remove the shame from it. Like there's a reason we all went to a sex party. Katie was terrified. She was crying in the corner. <laughs> we did it. Like ready. Yeah. And then I was like, well, we at least had yeah, sex exactly. first. Yeah. And, then, so, and then you got pregnant. So, and then um, you held your husband's hand and got pregnant. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what, well, I think that's so interesting. I, I, I'm identifying, relating with the lessening of shame when I went to group therapy, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. feeling so isolated in your own experience, but then slowly realizing that you're not alone in what you're feeling and experiencing. And mm-hmm. it is, you know, other people also feel that that does just the the isolation part when that breaks away, the shame immediately kind of reduces because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not immediately judging these other yeah. people, and then you kind of learn. Compa- I learned compassion for myself yep. by having compassion for others. When first. you see yourself in others, and right. let me tell you, there are a lot of freaks out there. Once I kind of start to <laughs> wave my freak fra- flag a little bit, and someone's kind of like, I meet a new friend, they're like, Wait, are, are you a freak? I'm like, I'm a freak. Are you a freak? They're like, Yeah, I'm a freak. I'm like, Like, how, how freaky are you? And they're like, I'm pretty freaky. Like, you'd be surprised. My kink is I think I also have um a cerebral kink because I'll tell you the the thing that makes me most excited on Twitter is watching Katie Porter rip into a CEO with her whiteboard. And I th- I think that's my kink. Well, it's like, yeah. just because ah. it makes me, ha- it brings me pleasure. Well, that, that could be true because <laughs> one of the real elements of cerebral kink is, is, do- is dominance, like a, like a power, like power play, like being either dominant or submissive. Mm. And that can be, yeah. you might want to explore. We did an episode with the dominatrix. I'm sorry, Lisa's face really quickly. It's like I think she's I looking at being like, I really just I think maybe maybe I have a whole maybe I have a whole separate sexuality that's mm-hmm. just like civil and criminal and environmental justice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can be like you can yes. be like a green dominatrix and everything in your and everything in your dungeon is recycled, you know? Yeah. yeah, I feel like Lisa. I feel like your That's pussy fine. is an activist. Yeah. Like Thank she's you. an activist, hundred percent. You like, human firm. Yeah. So Thank one you. thing that we say here at Clip Talk <laughs> is that in order to re- releasing shame starts with knowing that pleasure is your birthright. Mm. So a really great starting point may be to read Regina Thomas Shower's book Pussy: A Reclamation. Mm. Mm. And re- listen to our entire first season of Clip Talk, which is based off that book. And we actually had Regina Thomashauer on our 25th episode, our last <gasps> episode of our first season. So I love that. That, I think, really opened up our pussies to beginning the conversation about releasing mm-hmm. shame. Now, I will say something. So I'm the poly queen. That's me, sugar. And so what I've learned <laughs> yes. is that shame shows up over and over again as a choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So especially as you dive deeper into your sexuality and, and if you are exploring a non-monogamous relationship, I would say, especially in a non-monogamous relationship, it's almost amplified. Mm-hmm. So the way I kind of tell people is I'm like, after become, opening up my relationship, handling travel logistics is the easiest thing in the world. Whereas before <laughs> handling travel logistics was an opportunity to bicker, right? Mm. Because we're dealing with such more intense conversations that mm. co- like cut to the core of everything that may, like everything that pulls on our fear makes us feel out of control, insecure. 
abandoned, jealous, all those Mm -hmm. things are such core, core wounds that actually there's a sense of being responsible for not triggering your own sexual trauma. So I've learned that the hard way by being and opening myself up so quickly. I'm a double Aries and my moon is in Sag. So unfortunately or fortunately, I'm a triple fire sign. When I go, I go like (laughs) gung-ho. Literally, Katie and Lindsay are like, you go from like zero to 69. Like there's no, and so that's my, (laughs) thank you. Like, so, so that being said, I've actually learned the hard way where I actually triggered some sexual trauma I had, which actually was so amazing, especially because we interview some of the top sex works around the globe. Mm. I was able to directly deal with it because I'm not in a shame-based conversation. I'm in a healing conversation. Well, and I just, so the other side of that is for anyone who's listened Sugar's done a lot of work and she didn't initially come and say, oh, this trauma coming up for me is grateful. Like it took a lot of work for her to get to that place through all the episodes that we've done. Mm -hmm. She's worked really hard Mm. to get to a place where she can embrace her trauma. So for anyone listening, that's like, Mm. well, that's good for her. It's a process. It's okay. It took- It's a process. It's a a lifestyle. It's part of like having a, part of having a pleasure positive lifestyle I love this, the way that the the author from Eat, Pray, Love, I love the way she creates it. Like fear and creativity go together. You cannot have one without the other. Elizabeth Gilbert. Just Mm because, Elizabeth Gilbert, just Mm because you're in pleasure does not mean you're not going to experience shame. In fact, pain and pleasure, it's the same coin, just a different side. It's like comedy and tragedy. Right, comedy and tragedy. And we talk Mm -hmm. about like translating your kink. So turning your shame into a kink. So exploring that. Um, And also, you know, one of the, to me, like the most beautiful things that uh, this podcast arose out of was before we had the book club, we were at my bachelorette party. Okay. These ladies and a group of friends. And this book was gifted to us. Okay. Or to me, I say us, because like we all ended up doing it. And the way that the gift was presented to me was I wanted to get, she said, I wanted to give you a gift that would make a diff, a life lasting impact on your relationship you know and lingerie is like amazing and I do love my lingerie collection however lingerie will come and go the lace will sometimes will rip eventually I might it might become too small but the fundamentals of this book pussy a reclamation I mean no shit though like we this crew right here that you're seeing Lindsay and Katie and me we have been on this mission since page one of that book. Wow. The book really did change our lives. <laughs> we highly That's recommend so it. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to cover it. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. crazy. Well, it's, it's a book that I would recommend doing it with community. And yeah. actually do it. There's a lot of exercises in there, partnered exercises. Like you really do need a goddess circle mm-hmm. to do it with that. That if I had tried to read this book on my own, predictably, I wouldn't have finished it. But because I had this yeah. club, this group of girls doing it with me, I really did the work. And that's what made it impactful. We keep doing the work. We're currently in Regina Thomas Hour's virtual pleasure boot camp. And one other thing that I want to say about shame that I identified actually this week is I am in my head, the thoughts that I have about myself, I am my worst abuser. And that's what perpetuates the shame for me. The way that I'm really able to dismantle it is education. And what Regina said this week was that voice in my head is the internalized patriarchy. Everything we see, 
everything I've grown up with as just these thoughts that are not true. Yeah. And understanding that and being able to catch myself thinking those thoughts now, I'm able to shut it myself because again, I'm responsible for my own pleasure. Yeah. That's my question is lot. kind of to, to talk about is obviously everybody's on their own spectrum on the journey, right? Like some people are further along, some people are going to have more shame and repression. I guess because we always think about kind of intersectionality and how this, a certain book in particular, when we read it and we talk about it, we will, but do you guys talk or, or have you experienced or thought about when you interview people, how do people in different race, class, you know, socioeconomic stratus, et cetera. Ability level, yeah. Yeah, like, do those come into play with finding a pleasure-centric life? Absolutely. And we just had Wendasha Jenkins on. She's a sexual sex expert. She has a PhD. She's incredible. And she is a sex researcher. And she specifically helps underprivileged communities. And she came on and educated us. Mm -hmm. She she did an entire thesis on hookup culture at colleges that were predominantly black. And and she said that there was a difference between the black and the white, the way that the hookup culture showed between the different races. It was really fascinating. So different obstacles to face depending on your own circumstances. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And pleasure is free. Yeah. You know? How listening to a podcast yeah. is free. Yeah. So it's really just education is the biggest yeah. and, gap. And yeah. we have we, also we have, have um, a five day free pleasure tra- self pleasure mm-hmm. challenge that we are doing at the end of May. So May is International Masturbation Month. <laughs> And <laughs> I'm sorry, who picks these months? This is, I love this it. But also the great thing. The great a real thing. And so we always do something to honor. It's from the White House. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donald Trump. No, just kidding. No, it's no. a real thing. And and so we created, we're actually really excited. I think this is the most impactful coaching that we've ever created. We've taken all 150 episodes and put them into a free five-day challenge. So if you're really interested in this conversation that we're having, you can go to our website, cliptalkshow.com backslash self-pleasure. And we're going to walk you through. Yeah, we're going to walk you through all the best tools, the, the take you through exercises of over 150 episodes of our experience and really guide you through like a, like a, a real step-by-step process to like start living your pleasure positive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And what I just keep hearing is this is all self-development and the vehicle for this just happens to be sexuality and pleasure because it, it seems like that gets, that can brush up against our self-worth, our core wounds, Mm -hmm. our conditioning, our raw edges Mm -hmm. in a way that maybe me just taking a look at my personal finances won't, you Mm -hmm. know? So Absolutely. I I I feel like something I truly believe is like the fastest way to transformation is through your sexuality. (laughs) Well, you're you're just confronted with a lot. You always hear people say mind, body, spirit, right? But when you think about body, I think typically in this country, we think about how thin are you? How in shape are you? Are you eating the healthy foods? What about the pleasure? Yeah. What about the pleasure center of our body? 
Is your pussy mm-hmm. taken care of? Can you look yourself in the mirror and gently touch yourself and caress every inch of your body and find joy in that? Do you love your body inside and out? You know, your pleasure center deserves to be taken care of just as much as the food that you put on your plate. It's a part of your body. It's a part of your spirit. It's a part of your being. Mm -hmm. And I listened to your episode recently on erotic sensual talk, (laughs) which I loved. And what I really liked about that was how gentle some of these approaches can feel and how seen Mm. I could hear each of you feeling as your guest kind of did this erotic sensual talk. It wasn't dirty talk, but how gentle we can all start to be with ourselves. Like I think also, I I forgive me, I cannot remember if I said this at the top, but I love that you reclaimed the word clit, right? Mm-hmm. Creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers mm-hmm. is the acronym um, mm-hmm. that you've reclaimed, which I love. And which was surprising because I thought it was uh, cabinetry, literature, <laughs> in, intellectualism, and uh, technical. And you know what? And it was like, yeah. and you know yeah. what? It yeah. might be for you. You can reclaim it for however it is for you. I'm fucking making cabinets while I read a classic book. But I am reading it on my Kindle. Yeah. And I am uh, technologically sound. There you go. And if that's your pleasure, fucking rock it. I would just, my one request is just do it naked. Thank you. It is a little dangerous with the oh, yeah. with the shavings. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're <laughs> I was yeah. thinking more of the reading and of the books. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So it sounds like since Clit Talk started, the first episode was like May 2019, right? So it's just right. about the first right, two the years. Fir- no, it's been um, three years. When was our first oh, three episode? Years. Oh, 2018. Yeah. May 2018. Wow. wow. And so we it. can hear your individual journeys as we go through the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Katie, we can hear your your evolution and maybe struggles with self-pleasure. Absolutely. Sugars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we often recommend starting from the beginning and listening as just to get the full education, the full picture for yourself so you can start infusing, learning from our mistakes, you know, and our breakdowns and our breakthroughs, you know, so. Mm. Pleasure yeah. is abundant. Yum. There's so much. Yeah, Sugar started the podcast <laughs> so in a monogamous heterosexual marriage. And Hell I started yeah. with three, like three stepkids in a totally different relationship. You hear my entire journey of, you know, really what pleasure gave me was give, giving me the guts to stand up for myself and get out of a situation that mm. wasn't working for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just letting that mm-hmm. sink in for yeah. a second. What do your huge. listeners, when they, when they write in, do they share some of these same things? Like, do you, I just think we're so tied up. I mean, like Robin Williams said, we're, we're <laughs> Americans were too uptight for England, right? Like that's why we left to start our, uh, start a different country because we were too <laughs> uptight for England with their religion. So Basically. we had to come, you know, so I, I imagine that there's, yeah. So mm-hmm. with, with our, just our puritanical sense about pleasure, what kind of discoveries have have listeners reached out with you? Like you're saying about my personal growth or my mm-hmm. relationships, things like one that. Of, one of my favorite letters that we ever got was from a woman 
the last pleasure challenge that we did, she's like in her in her 50s. She's like, I stumbled across your podcast because I was looking for tips on masturbation because I've never masturbated before. And she did our self-pleasure challenge last time that we did it. And she's like 55, middle America. I'm not going to share her name. We were all like, I wish we had the letter. We were like crying when we read this. And (laughs) basically what happened is she's like, because of your podcast and this challenge, not only have I started masturbating, she's like, I feel sexy for the first time in my life. She'd been married for 25 years. All of her kids had moved out of the house. She was an empty nester and really feeling extraordinarily lonely. And she's like, "And, and also just to let you guys know, you've opened me up. Me and my husband have started having anal sex and he loves it. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. For the first time in their 25-year marriage. <laughs> this is amazing. And she's like, I just keep coming. Oh, what if I just ended it there? I was like, I just keep coming. I just keep <laughs> coming back to this quote that I heard. A friend sent me an email where someone else was paraphrasing. So I wish I could give quote to the original author, but I don't know who that is. But It's this idea that we were born whole, we're already whole, we just Mm -hmm. need to remove what blocks our heart, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like the conditioning, the internalized patriarchy, like you were talking about, the shame that we've been taught. Because Mm -hmm. if we weren't taught any of this, we would just be like, cool, I have sexual needs, it feels good to touch my body, I'm an animal who wants to reproduce, there we go, (laughs) or not, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're in uh, the era of COVID and, and the pandemic, uh, first one of the 21st century, right? First I haven't major heard of pandemic. this. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, no, it's this, this huge thing. global pandemic that's going on. It's fucking crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh. man. So, so the, the thing, though, is like we've, we've been in a pandemic for a lot longer than that. We've been in like a sh- pan- shame pandemic. Like yeah. there is a veil of shame on all of us and largely... Our sexual education in this country is just fucked up, honestly. We teach, 100%. we do not teach about pleasure. I was one of those kids who like discovered a, um, a vibrating toothbrush, not the bristle side, bitches, <laughs> the other side. But <laughs> like, God. <laughs> what if I didn't know certain things? I could have seriously hurt myself. I could have actually hurt or, yeah. or cut my clit. And this is because as parents, we're not teaching kids, and I should say, shouldn't say we because I'm not a parent. But what what we've seen is that we're not getting we're not we're not actually getting ahead of the conversation and teaching our kids about pleasure and how to touch themselves. Lindsay, something I'm like adore about Lindsay's mom, and she's just like a modern day like heroine. Is just she actually asked Lindsay at 16 years old, Lindsay. I'm just like saying this for you. Do you want me to get you a vibrator? I was like, no, mm. yes. Oh Please. Like, oh my God, mom, no, leave it under my pillow yeah. and never talk to me. She did. Right. She <laughs> she under fairy. All of our parents did that. But, yeah. you know, I think if, if sex education expands to pleasure education, then it's very possible that the children of this Gen Z population may not experience a world where they are shamed for their sexuality. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who has one of the healthiest attitudes about sex that I've ever seen. And she doesn't seem to have had to work on it. And I asked her recently, I was like, what did your parents teach you? <laughs> what like, was your house please? like growing up? <laughs> what was your house like? And she was like, listen, 
I told my mom when I lost my virginity and I told her not to tell my dad, but she (gasps) did because they're a team. Because she was like, she was like, listen, your dad and I are a team. I'm going to tell him. And she was like, oh oh my God. But her dad came in and asked her how it was. And of course she was dying. And he was like, did you feel safe? Was he respectful? And then afterwards he was like, so what did you think? Like, did it feel good? Because it should feel good. And this was like dad to daughter. I have goosebumps. No fucking way. I'm like, can we have your friend on our show? I got to talk to this woman. Yeah, I want want to have her and her daughter on the show. (laughs) That was such a gift because now she gets to enjoy the pleasure that is natural, the desire that's naturally there and enjoy it in a healthy way. Because I, I think what frustrates me is like, we all we are animals. We are biologically over mm. millions of years programmed to want to bump uglies with other creatures. I only mm. want to bump pretties. Well, then you got to get waxed. I just I didn't want to say it, but I'm just gonna hey, say. I it. am all I'm about. Really a, I'm gonna politely disagree. I'm all about a full bush. And yes, oh like, no, I'm not. Lasered all my not, off not so like, many years not like ago. Full bush, <laughs> but like. Every guy I've been with is like, protective like layer. I want more jungle girl. I'm like, all right, I'll do my best. Listen, if you want to follow these very brave, open, vulnerable women, all of the links to follow them are in show notes yeah. to go listen to Clit Talk from the beginning. And thank you. Just thank you so much for being here. This is like, I am not a sexpert. Lisa may be a sexpert. We've just never covered it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, my like, own, I, I'm my own sexpert in that I have refrained from it for quite some time. Oh, yeah. She's an abstinence we're in, pert. We're in a, I'm an abstinence pert during the pandy because I live alone. So there you go. Pandy mm. choir. There it is. Well, but we're just so grateful that you shared your stories with us and that you changed the energy in the space. And I mm. really hope anyone who is listening who is having any kind of reaction, if you've made it this far, if there's fear bubbling up, if there's shame bubbling up, just stay open. Stay open. Go check out Clit Talk. Mm. Make sure we will also include info to your five-day coaching seminar that's coming up in yes. just a couple of weeks. It's a free, free challenge. Mm. It's going to be really great. Oh, my God. Is there anything you want to leave us with? You know, honestly, I know that we're reclaiming the word clit, and I know that some people may not be there yet, but we're a lot mm-hmm. le- we're a lot less scary than the podcast name sounds. And our mission really is to have, you know, we believe that pleasure is your access to having everything you want in life, and it's also access to peace on earth. And that's why we do the podcast, mm-hmm. and that's why we are moving this mission forward. So, if you're interested in that conversation, come join us. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. I love that. That's so cool. Thank you. Thank you, Sugar. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Lindsay. Oh, this was really wonderful. I'm so grateful. And thanks for being part of our first Zorgi, as I learned you called it. A Zoomorgi. Yes. (laughs) How how was it? Was it good for you? Because it was good for me. (laughs) It was really good. It was better than I anticipated. (laughs) Like before we even started doing the intro for the podcast, Sugar was like, we are honored to be your first five. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, quick. Yes. Yes. And with that, may your pleasure be abundant. 
Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, <laughs> please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.